If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Oh, 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 you don't like interruptions. Well, this is a different kind of interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month uh, un- un- unless you're using, like, e-checks. Then there's some extra fees because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the right stuff.biz slash paywall, uh, make an order. You can use e-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use a bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can... Uh, Give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But, yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. Good Monday morning and welcome to The Daily Show at 1021. This is the good stuff. The right stuff. The Jewish apocalypse. Uh, I'm here with Mike and Alex, and then like Borzoi's over there, but you can't see him. We have the disembodied head, now the disembodied voice. Yeah. Yeah. We need a floating. We need a floating long-nosed dog. <laughs> we need like the I, "Let me do it for you" meme. Just like, that would be funny. Having like a. <laughs> we could have like a V tube of like a, a Borzoi, and yeah, that Borzoi, would actually be really a, fucking yeah, bo- weird. A Borzoi face rig would be pretty funny. I've considered that, doing that. That'd be pretty honest. good. I'm just yeah. waiting for See, the when day. you start doing that V2 style shit, though, I just I hit unca- levels of Uncanny Valley that shouldn't be well, possible. Now, and well, I got an announcement. When people start getting COVID, I have an infected wisdom tooth, but I'm still here at work because I'm not Mike. Oh no! <laughs> small business. Small business will never recover. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Are you suggesting that like? <laughs> I think he's. I think he's saying you take advantage of your of your union granted uh, sick days too much. Is that what you're trying to say? McNabb is a true American. McNabb, McNabb is the, is that YouTube video like, bro? I don't even clock in anymore. He's he's he's, he's Alex McScab. <laughs> Alex McScab. <Right. laughs> Alex McScab. That's pretty good. Alex McScab. Let me write that down. Well, in whatever. I can see Michael they're getting upset. Hey, you don't have a you don't have fucking COVID and an infected wisdom tooth. Pipe down. I just have my wisdom teeth. Realize I'm, I only I'm miss very the smart. show on days I have to actually go someplace. I don't miss the show because I'm not feeling well. It's because I have to be someplace else. <laughs> and I there's this is very difficult to schedule. This is good. This, no, this I've is got how you have fourteenth. So on a Friday I will be uh I will be streaming from the tooth extraction. Yeah. <laughs> That that is something. Now that is something that people have already done. That type of content. Who is that? Who is that YouTuber who like live blogged his entire like rest tooth restoration? His whole fucking mouth was rotted out, and he got like everything replaced. And it's a boogie. It was awful. Yeah, yeah it was boogie, didn't, yeah. didn't boogie, boogie have awful teeth? Oh, and now boogie. he has like 
Browns now or got, Yeah, now he, then he like shot Frank Hassel or whatever. I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care about any of that shit. I actually got a better name for Alex. A-Log McStab. A-Log McStab. McStab. A-Log McStab. I had the McStab nickname at one point. For yeah, I know. Reasons. For a different reason. No, I remember it. <laughs> oh, A-Log. A-Log anyway. McScab. That's his name. So we're here. A-Log McScab. Very yeah. Good. A-Log McScab. Oh, so I don't even know what we're going to do today. There's a lot well, of... I've got a bunch of shit. There's so much annoying shit this weekend. There's, uh... There's, like, niggers playing basketball, and... People, people on Twitter are, are pretending like there's still some kind of bias against blacks in sports media, and they get to just... And nobody gets to come on Twitter and say the N-word at them to stop them. Uh, there was, like... There was like WrestleMania, which was really also Anybody like had another race narrative. There was like some, there's like a terror bombing in a St. Petersburg cafe that oh, yeah. like killed a Russian vlogger. It's like you need to start that's, killing Russian soldiers if you want to win the war. That, like the vloggers are, that's, that's not, that's not. Jump right into I, I'm just, I'm just, you have some I'm actually, I'm laying out, I'm laying out like a thumbnail. You can't overture because he said packy. Yeah. Yeah, they don't like the packy thing. Ukrainian name. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, They're a, that's a slur. That's like it's like not quite nigger, but it's like close. Yeah. But it was a, it was a nigger um, that got in trouble. It was a nigger who got in trouble for saying "packy," and then he had to apologize. Well, because of the nigger, he gets to apologize and he's forgiven. Oh you know, yeah, that is. Yeah, he gets to keep his job. Or yeah, like with white people, like, you get to apologize and you just get humiliated, and then you get a locked. Well, the first thing I wanted to actually talk about, okay, was the Tennessee disaster. Oh, the Tennessee courts, yeah, the uh, the restraining order. No, the, uh... we'll talk about that. Well, no, Tennessee judge uh, has given into terrorism. Okay. They have capitulated terrorists. This yep, is exactly, I think, true. how this should be talked about because I think it's true. I'm not just, it's you're, not just an opportunity. No, it's, you're again. absolutely it's right. You're true. absolutely right. They've the given judge into gave into terrorism. Mm-hmm. Well, that's been the case at least since 2020. The, since the riots. The, there was a... a a Tennessee state judge has blocked the drag ban portion of the Tennessee law or laws. There was either a law or a series of laws that covered a lot of this gay shit uh, in blocking the uh, so-called gender affirming care for minors, meaning like hormones and, and surgeries and other things. Just out now but butchery. they also said that um, like uh drag perform effectively they they use some other language to describe it but like these adult performances must be 18 only venues and some drag some faggy drag group sued on first amendment grounds saying like you're taking what is a theater group that's how they characterize themselves a theater group and saying we can only perform in adult nightclubs mm-hmm. Uh, based on your arbitrary and based on the Tennessee legislature's like arbitrary opinions of what we do, which is unconstitutional, and the judge agreed with their argument and struck down at least temporarily until the lawsuit can proceed uh, and join against that law. So I'm saying this fucking judge caved to terrorism. Additionally, let me see something. Who is not, this? Um, I mean, that's a, that's a very hot take. I think, but I'm Judge Thomas Parker. Mm-hmm. And when we had our guys go out, the NJP guys went out to the Tennessee State House, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what government. It was a government building in Tennessee. There was a guy there that had a sign that says, Judge Parker loves drag, because they had gotten this news in Tennessee, and they were pissed about it. Sure. Um, I would actually go further. I'd say Judge Parker capitulates to terrorism. Judge Thomas Parker capitulates to terrorism. Guess which president appointed him? Warren Bournemouth. Yeah. 100%. 
I don't even have a funny drop of him I can use for There's the There's like nothing else to say. I mean, this is what it is, right? This is this is why we don't do plug it MAGA hat back on. Which is why I will, I'll never put that well, MAGA hat this back is on. The MAGA fact, hat. I might burn this is the MAGA hat. This is the MAGA hat. I still have mine. The I MAGA hat. Because you know what it is? The, Ma- the MAGA hat is all about, you know, proper jurisprudence and constitution. And technically, this is what the constitutional does prote- constitution does protect. Mm-hmm. We have never in this country established that, like, there is an arbitrary line about obscenity and offensive content. And yep. We've just been, we've run, we've run with the Jewish premise forever that... If you don't like something, don't watch it. If you don't like this, then don't. The government can't do this and left it all to private venues. And if yeah. private venues have their way, they're all owned by Jews. They're going to be sexually molesting children. That's just well, that's just that's one just thing the I'll shot. Say there, it's that's not totally accurate. One thing I would say is that um, <clears throat> there was a time in America sure. when obscenity was just illegal, public nudity, lewdness. These things were just illegal, and the First Amendment was never brought to bear. It was an innovation of Jews mm-hmm. in the 50s and 60s that right, brought right. the First the Amendment problem, to I bear wanna, on this I stuff, just, and since then... I want to just cut you off on that, because it's like, yeah. since then, like there is no political, there's no mainstream political force that rejects that premise. Everyone agrees right. that that's right. Yes, the conservatives right. agree. Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now, interrupting your own train of thought. And you're in this position listening to me right now, well, because you're listening to the free version of this show. You're not even getting all the content, and now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the you want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to the right stuff biz slash paywall. You can make one time donations and get three months, six months, even a year. So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even going to check the audio and how this sounds. So you could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. That this is true. And they're going to be scratching their heads, bending over backwards, twisting into pretzels, trying to come up with reasons why the thing that the people of America all want, which is a ban, mm-hmm. a banning of 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 trans shows for children. It just at the barely everybody wants doesn't want that. They're going to be looking for. They're not going to be able to argue their way under this Jewish system as to why they're allowed to do that. It's going to get. It's the it's the worst of both worlds. You're either going to have a court fight in which it's going to be declared law of the land that trannies performing for children is constitutionally protected speech and there's nothing you can do about it, or you're going to have this, or you're going to have like a major. In their eyes, like a major blow to the First Amendment. Like now, so now we have we can make arbitrary distinctions over what's not acceptable speech in America. Okay, and it's, so you're going to have like the worst of both worlds. Because in the end of the day, if the country's still run by Jews, neither neither of those outcomes works for anybody except Conser- them. Yeah, conservatives can only do novelty tricks to appear to get what they right. want, and it's not that's nothing you can work with. They've, on eventually, that. they've eventually just stepped in a rake. Like yeah. they put this law out there, and well, I mean. It's nice and that they did it, but like, this will turn yeah. out, but I found, I I found an interesting quote on the, the situation. The mm-hmm. law prohibits a drag performer wearing a crop top and miniskirt from dancing where minors might see it, but does not prohibit a Tennessee Titans cheerleader wearing an identical outfit from performing the exact same dance in front right. of children. Right, it doesn't, because it's, yes. cause, because it's, right. it's worse when it's a drag queen. Cheerleader. Right. When it's a dude, because it's it is worse when it's a drag queen, because they have a fucking dick between their legs. And, and the fact is, like, the, this, this, this kind of wordplay, this kind of messing around with, well, but it, this, but not this, avoiding the real issue, making the issue is 
a mini skirt and crop top, not a man pretending to be a woman, is what will get conservatives all fucked up. They get all fucked up because they, they also lack the definitions yep. and the words to use. Well, they believe they refuse to use them because they don't believe in the because they don't believe in because they don't believe in the state is here to advance my agenda. They believe the state has all these like weird rules, and the problem is we're not following them closely enough. And meanwhile, the opponent is like, we're just going to shred all these rules and do what we want. Well, they literally it's get tripped up on a principle. Yeah. So it's like, so you believe the state shouldn't interfere in the rights of the private citizen? Well, yes. Well, if a cheerleader can wear a, a miniskirt and tank top, why can't a dude? Because I uh, said so. He's like, it's a private citizen. He can but, wear whatever he wants, right? And then they just like. Sweaty balls. And right. Well, because it's offensive. The reason is because it's offensive. Because I don't want to look at it. It's unnecessary. It's obscene and offensive. And yeah. it's, right. it's also, it, it's attacking some basic social foundations that we don't want to attack. Right. Yeah, and if you don't like that, fine, bitch. Yeah, the unnecessary ambiguity about how they do, yeah. uh, how they go about these laws and or the language in the, with which they use to attack is also what these uh, libtards and bows of the world basically oh, dine out on. Bows of the world. With CRT was example number one. Yeah. There's nothing in... Like all libtards, literally all libtards had to do. And James O'Keefe, before he, you know, dancing James, before he was removed <laughs> from Project Veritas under whatever, I never looked into that because I didn't care that much, but it seems like maybe something, maybe something fishy happened there. I don't know. But the one of the last videos he did, uh, he was exposing educators saying this. Oh, we just don't use the words critical race theory and we're, and then we're fine. We won't trigger this law because like we could just do the same thing, but we just don't use that word, which I knew was going to happen. It was very right. predictable. Um, and, yes. and as far as the idea, the other thing is that um, they they actually uh, the laws are weird. In other words, Stryker and I were talking about this. There, there, some of them, depending on the state, I guess maybe the language is slightly different. There was a few different templates that were passed around. I remember one point I did a breakdown of. There was like three different templates and like 26 states had different versions of it. But one of them was like prohibiting them from teaching that um, positive traits were associated with a certain race or another. And so, in other words, because they were saying like punctuality, free hmm. markets, work ethic, like these were attacked as white. Su now, here's the thing. Liptards attack these as white supremacy. Mm -hmm. They won't even say you can't use that language. They'll say like they're attacked as being parts of like Western civilization or being products of Western civilization. And we shouldn't uh, associate these things only with one civilization. And so in other words, it's basically they're actually anti-truth laws. The anti-CRT bills are anti-truth because when libtards say when leftists and Jews say this is white supremacy, they're not wrong. It is, except the free markets part. That's Jewish. But like, <laughs> um, in any case, like the oh punctuality. But the other thing is now, not every white person values that stuff. <laughs> so it does get kind of complicated. But like, the issue is like, you you're you're actually your your CRT anti CRT bills are actually prohibiting people from saying things that white people excel at, as well as things because of course. You know, the anti-whites take things whites excel at and then use them as attacks, mm. as if there's some racism involved in them. I'm like, no, it's just how it is. It's just the real world. It's just the world. Like, you know that when you get into something, like we were talking about fish tanks earlier. Yes. You know, anybody who's very into, like, fish tank autism is going to be white. 
<laughs> or maybe Asian, but in America, probably white, right? You know, blacks aren't going to do that. Blacks aren't going to do any kind of hobbies that involve a lot of cognitive input, right? They're not going to do right. things that involve a lot of mental energy and work. Imagine They're just like, not going to do it. Can you imagine a good nigger playing with a Tamagotchi? <laughs> Yeah, Asians take this did, kind of shit to the next did, level. Did you like, feed your Tamagotchi breakfast yesterday? <laughs> Imagine you didn't feed your Tamagotchi breakfast. How would it feel? Nigga, I did. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it would Nigga, feel, it would feel dead. Just turn that shit off. <laughs> yeah, just turn it off. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, well, I, I had remember this Asian... You you remember we were friends with her back in the days. Asian girl who was yep. in our circles. Oh, yeah. She said, she said something to Larry. She said, dude... Honestly, she's like puzzle games will like keep the Asian race down like forever. She was like, <laughs> she was like, what was it that was popular? The Sudoku, time? Was some Sudoku, Sudoku. Right? She's like Sudoku was gonna kill was like, Asians. Destroy... She's like they will never stop. <laughs> I, I was like dying laughing. Yeah. Oh my god! Until like a until a better brain teaser puzzle comes out, like it's right. be just Sudoku. <laughs> She's like oh, the man. trivial, like trivial, like time wasting brain teaser puzzle games. Like Asians are like, yeah, I'm all about that. Like, what else is mahjong really? Well, that's what the Japanese do to commit suicide, right? They commit Sudoku. Yeah, they commit Sudoku. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I think I I, I hear the trannies commit Sudoku with like a forty percent rate, forty two percent rate. You know, I never knew for the longest time. I never knew mahjong. You could play it competitively against other people. I only knew the solitaire version of mahjong. Uh. Which is actually like I was briefly in my youth addicted to a computer version of it, but like I, I can totally this, see. Oh man, my mom I've never played, played the same that. Thing. Mahjong and is an old white people shredder too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like so, like so, like all card games. Card games. It, the difference is, it's just like it's tiles, not cards. But you could. Is they're basically just cards because it was invented before they had cards. They they had tiles. You know, the theory is they invented it so sailors could play it because. Cards that blow away on a ship. Yeah, there you go. Well. Anyway, very nice. Yeah. Uh, so, what else are we gonna do? What else have they? Uh... All right. I found the article I was looking for last oh. time we're doing a show. This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Writestuff.biz/slash/paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order, or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. This has to do with the police officers and the Nashville shooting and how they they, they were yeah. portraying them as heroes, but nobody wants to be a hero anymore. Because I, I thought it was very interesting. They were yeah. I think people want to be heroes. But in, Nashville, in Nashville shooting, police officers were heroes, but no one wants to be a hero anymore. By Phil Boaz. Oh, what kind of that? Arizona Republic. Take a good look at Nashville police officers. Is this nigga's name Rex Engelbert? Is that real? Yeah. That's his name. Yes, Rex Engelbert. That's right. These are crisis actors, right? There's no way this nigga's name is Rex Engelbert. Get the fuck out. I can't read this story anymore. There are people. No, I'm out. I've things like that. And Michael Colazzo. I can like Michael Colazzo. Rex. Yeah, but in Tennessee, though, shouldn't he be in like New York? He could be a carpetbagger like Niggy. Or is this Guinea doing in fucking Tennessee? But yeah, anyway. I'm gonna guess Rex is probably down there to become a slumlord. Sorry, I'm just I'm I'm gonna guess Rex is probably a nickname they just printed as as though it was his name. I don't know, man. There are rednecks that just name their kid Rex. This is true. Straight up, Rex next. Rex (laughs) next. It's okay. I can be today's show title. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the name Rex. No, I just it's it's like all right, Kang, Kang Engelbert. I'm, I'm also wait, I'm also laughing at Engelbert. Like that's just a great name. It's one of those funny. That's, that's funny. It's Latin. That's Latin. Rex is Latin. I mean, 
I mean, on my way to meet my future wife, I I crashed my car in Bucksnort, Tennessee, so I guess anything's possible. Bucksnort, there you go. Oh, yeah? We ever been through Winter Course, Pennsylvania? Oh, (laughs) I think we... Then you got to go to Climax... was it Climax, Virginia? Climax, West Virginia? I, actually I can't remember. I drive through oh, Intercourse no, no, no. quite frequently because it is literally the reason it's called that is because it's, 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 it, it, well, there's nothing much you, there. You, in, in North Carolina, you drive through Horny Town and then you go to High Point and then finally you reach Climax. Yeah. So the meme mm-hmm. I saw was you drive from Intercourse, Pennsylvania, and you're in Climax, North Carolina in like six hours or something like that. That was the meme I saw. About six hours. That's yeah. That's some cool. like that's like that's like some sting takes a lot shit. Of stamina. Oh, chafing right there. That's a, that drive some takes tantrics. a lot of stamina. You're kind of tuckered out. By so anyway, the time you get to the climax. Ah fuck! I did the I did the Yahoo News thing where I clicked on an empty spot in the page and it took me someplace else. All right, that that is valor uncommon in our world today. Two men leading other men to something terrible around one of those corners at that tidy private school. In the police body cam footage, you see training take charge to stop a killer. The officers come upon a tiny body in the hallway and run past, understanding with certainty that now what those soon confront. That's terrible. I didn't notice that part. And they still go on. They blurred it out. That must be why I didn't see it. Uh, when they reach the shooter, Officer Engelbert files at least, fires at least three rounds. Officer Colazzo fires four, according to the Nashville Tennessean. Soon after, Audrey Hale is dead. Armed with armed to the hilt with weapons and ammo, Hale had just fatally shot three students and three adults. The victims might have multiplied were not for the quick work of officers. And that uh, that video is pretty crazy. You watch it; it's uh, it's quite the. I watched it a couple yeah, times. Yeah, it's quite the uh, it's quite the boomer shooter footage. Something else. Um, you could do like a bow to your analysis. It's it's a bit well. Problem. Yeah, right. It, it's yeah, bit... there was some training issues. Yeah, right. Pregnant pause. I th- down. <laughs> there were no training issues. They did things perfectly. Yeah, well, they sh- they killed the yeah. W- the objective was achieved. I think that was Bo's point too. So I, I guess, guess we're getting a good point Bo made, but it was a trivial point. Instead of a boomer shooter, it's a trooner shooter. A trooner shooter, very good. Trooner I like that. Shooter, I'm gonna write yeah. that down. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm jamming hard today. From like 11 minutes from like the time the call went out to the. I believe 14. I believe it was 14. 14 minutes. minutes. Oh, 14 yeah. minutes and 88 seconds. Yeah. It was two and a half minutes from the time they 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 went through the first they yeah. went through the door. I was they I mean they usually they use the the uh, operator speak from the time they breached the first door to objective achieved <laughs> two minutes twenty seconds. I don't know. So, I'm, I'm sure there's some other so, sound that sounds really cool that I could use. But yeah. so to the analysis here, I think we're getting into that. That was all just news updates. We knew all that, everything before that. Now he's going to go on to say today Engelbert and Colazzo are hailed as heroes. And no one is doubting their worthiness. They showed extraordinary courage, putting their lives at risk. Take a look because men and women like that are becoming less common in our country as it is torn apart by squalid infighting and deeply divided political outlooks. Wait, are we talking about online political talking about, right tra- now? Talking about Telegram? Deep, deeply concerning. Deeply concerning. Infighting. Young Americans today no longer want to sign up to protect their communities or their country. Well, honestly, the, you know, Colazzo and Engelbert, if they had shot a black mass shooter, would they be heroes today? Yeah. What would well, the outcome have been? It, it, would they be on administrative shooter, leave pending like a uh, pending dismissal? Well, if it was a school shooter, maybe. But if it was a gang shooter, no. Right. If it was like a gangster nigger in the street, like threatening other people, no, they would be in a lot of trouble. So across America, right. there's a serious shortage of police officers in departments large and small. At the Pentagon, the U.S. Armed Forces are facing dangerous shortfalls in military recruiting. Uh, this causes, I completely support. The co- White yeah, people do not sign up for the military. The causes are many, but it's no secret that our culture has greatly devalued police officers and the country itself. Yeah, I wonder like, what Derek Chauvin would have to say about that. From Philadelphia to Phoenix to Los Angeles and in between, 
The nation's police forces are struggling to add new officers. Facing a shortage of some 500 police officers this summer, the Phoenix City Council bumped up the salary to new co- recruits by 20 grand. Wow, that's a lot. You got a 20 grand raise if you want to go like have your life ruined by being a cop in Phoenix. Can you just get on the beat and just not work? I've, I see that a lot. Like, can you just do like super I'm troopers? Sure, just I'm sure there's just like, like sit in the squad car and masturbate. Just. I mean, if you're black, and sit there eating donuts and just watching. Oh, like, yeah, I fucking love donuts. I haven't had a donut. Maybe someone should do something about it. When's that? the last time I had a donut? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, it's still getting, it is getting better, but we're still a long way from where we need to be. He said, Andy Anderson, Andy, son of Andy. I guess that's Andy, son of Anders, right? Sort of same thing. Uh, retired assistant Phoenix police chief. Uh, in Austin, Texas, the police shortage is so great that uh, state police were brought in to help with patrols. Wow. Uh, with some 200 vacancies, Austin police cannot form perform all their regular functions. Like, what do you have to do if, if you're a cop in, like, Austin? Like, is, I'll, it, I'll is, honest, your, is your job to keep Austin... Be, you're supposed to keep Austin weird if you're a cop? Like, what's your keep job? Keep an eye out for white supremacists. Keep an eye out for, like... Make sure the Antifa is, like, unmolested while they're terrorizing Well, yeah, in a city like citizens. Austin, which is totally off-the-charts, libtarded, like, what are you even going to do? Seriously, though, now, it could be a function of where I live... And, but when I was younger, I remember there being cops like everywhere. I don't know if anyone else remembers this. It's possibly where I grew up, where I lived. I mean, I grew up in Metro Detroit, so we kind of had that too. Yes, but here's the other thing: I lived someplace when we when we were back in the old the old town we lived in before we moved where we live now. It was roughly similarly compact and demographic to where i grew up and i didn't see cops there hardly at all i don't know maybe i'm just well, cops used to park yeah. on eight mile and make sure that nobody came across eight mile to the uh, to royal oak or Warren. that was actually a thing that they used to actually do they would yeah. they would enforce these these informal separations of racial districts. i remember when yeah. i was in high school the cops went on an initiative in town to, like just go around and steal everybody's cigarettes that was the worst <laughs> they basically were checking when for, i was checking uh, for underage smokers and then you would literally like they would take your pack and they'd go sit in the squad car and they'd pull one out of the pack and light it up. It was like the most fucking outrageous thing in the world. Small town problems. That's like really, <laughs> really obnoxious. When they couldn't stop the gas stations from like selling the, like selling the underage they didn't want cigarettes. To buy free cigarettes. Free cigarettes. Same thing as we would always bitch because they would, they would, you know, when we couldn't find a house with someone's parents were out of town, we'd just get beers and go drink in a park somewhere. And sometimes the cops would oh, show up Hey everybody, Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life, and I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. Pump it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the beer, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See ya. They wouldn't arrest us or write us up. They'd just take the beer. Yeah. And be like, you fucking assholes. And you know that they just drank it. Like, they didn't even, they didn't fucking put that shit in evidence locker. No, they just fucking drank <laughs> the evidence it. And they got locker. home. <laughs> well, the evidence yeah, locker but, the stomach. Uh, <laughs> what they did used to do, though, was the border between my town and Newark. Yeah, they were all over that. And if you went into Newark, as we would sometimes, because you could buy a liquor store, a black liquor store as a Newark, because they didn't card, they didn't give a shit. You could just get whatever. Oh. We always have to wonder, like, okay, getting crossing back into town because they're 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 all over that, like, is it? And mainly, you know, they, if you had a white and a black in the car, dude, you were going to get pulled over because they assumed it was a drug deal. This and is all, they're probably it? right most of the time. Uh, if you were just white, they would pull you over too because they're like, 
All right, would you buy a newer? You get drugs, alcohol. Would you get? Why well, are you there? Because well, there's only two reasons. Well, drugs, all, this, alcohol. all this policing is unjust and has been done away with. I'm sure. Right. Like, we don't do yeah. that anymore. I mean, we have like, you know, I saw a very special Probably, episode. And I'm sure the drug problems have increased because of it. I saw like a really special episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air one time that cataloged this. So we can't do that kind of policing anymore. They pulled over Carlton. I mean, if- Carlton, you think we would break in the slowness limit? I don't even know. What, Very special episode. I don't even know what they would enforce in Michigan at this point since weed's legal there. Right. Well, I and, mean, weed, you wouldn't need to go, nor would you want to go into Newark because niggers aren't going to sell you. They're going to sell you like brown. There's no yeah, like, they picked up off the yeah, ground. Yeah, right? like right. blades of grass and like oregano and shit. Right. Yeah. So you wouldn't want, but if you basically like, you end up like if you were the getting like police. cocaine or crack or something. <laughs> My thing is like if people were going and getting that shit in Newark, which I'm sure some people were. They should have been interdicted. Mm. Inter- they should be. They should have been stopped by the cops. Like when I was younger, I was mad because we were just getting beer and and liquor and shit, and I would be mad about it. But like at the same time, I'm sure that the like adult population of the town I grew up in completely approved of that. Like yeah, those fucking kids going over to Newark and getting alcohol. Yeah, stop them and take yep. their alcohol. Sure, and give them consequences because they, they, we don't we, we don't want this. That is you know? a, that is a funny uh, old fashioned thing about we used to have our police. There was expect there was an expectation they were on some level a moral arbiter of, of the community's children as well. Right. If you if you were doing stuff like going to Newark to if you were 17 years old driving to liquor stores in Newark and in order to get drunk with your friends that weekend, then if the police stopped you, then the people of the town would be like, yes. Stop these kids. Scare, scare our children straight. Scare right. them shit. Yeah, my dad used to talk about that. Now they scare them gay. Oof. Like, my dad my dad used to talk about that. Like, yeah, well, when we got fucked, when the cops would, would, would fuck with us, he'd be like, well, did they did the message sink in? <laughs> and I would be like, but but it's unjust. He'd be like, shut the fuck up. Do you ever that scene in traffic with the kid from that 70s show? <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. would you do if there was nothing in your neighborhood? You start, everyone, all these white kids come looking, you got any drugs? You'd start selling drugs. Like, yeah, that was the... That was one of my favorite things. That was oh like, god! That was yeah, the, that, that was, was the, like the root the of the worst. the root cause of the problem was the suburban white kids coming into the that ghetto. Was, dude, we should even. It's like they're just they're just that they're shit. just responding to the market demand. Like, well, I guess I'm yeah, gonna have to start selling drugs. If all these white people want drugs, we have no what do choice. You expect these niggers to do. We're gonna, there's, nothing, there's nothing else we can do. There was nothing we could do. The market's not providing. They want illegal drugs. We gotta get them. They gotta get them. They're gonna get them from somewhere, right? Somebody's going to do the raping. So what yeah, else that, we got that here? That whole uh, movie was like how that movie was like, awesome. crime is really white people's fault, basically. Oh, here we go. Traffic, drug, I've got the clip. Oh, can you post? I love that clip. I will watch it. All right. My leg is missing. All right, let me post it for you here. My, what it's is two this? and a half minutes, so it should get right no, to it. No, it's a great... Drug it, economics. It's a great little gay little speech from... It's like this Eric so Foreman. Jewy. Yeah, it's the scene. It's the scene because it's got Michael Douglas in the car like with whoever that, that fucking actor. The only is. way that scene could be better is if Fez was in it from that '70s show. <laughs> of course, like, Eddie. Why movie, are you Michael talking Douglas's about my daughter. my neighborhood like this? We just you like you like the weed. Missing. She got the video camera too. Ah shit! Oh yeah, she like, stole all their stuff. Where are you going? He's like a drug prosecutor, right? He's a DEA agent. He's the new like drug. He's the new drug czar. He's been appointed okay, by he's the a president. Drug czar. He's a, right, he was okay. a judge. His oh daughter he looks like Spectre. basically is shacked up with some nigger <laughs> drug dealer, getting like high on heroin and getting like, oh. railed by him. And that's like, 
and that's like the that's like the low key like that's the real hard situation is like he's getting railed yes. by a nigger for drugs the whole yeah, time. Yeah, that's actually the movies and the movie plays fast and loose with that. There right? he is. Because <laughs> they talk about they do this speech about like racial justice and crap. Yeah. But the you are horrified when you see his daughter like yeah. strung out in the drug apartment and then you see that it's like some buck nigger that's like obviously just like railing her. Yeah. Yeah, help you, sir. Eric, I'm gonna put my boot in your ass. <laughs> Just imagine this as a Ben Seventy Show episode. Seth has to be excused. He's like, where's field. Kelso? <laughs> I think they should. Did he like show? They, 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 show, they should just show up at the trap house. It's like Hyde and Kelso doing the spinning camera <laughs> thing. That'd be really funny. Just like splice that in. Also, I'm sorry. I'm really being distracting. I'm blue? sorry. Like everything is blue. Like I would love well, to get a red letter media con- comment on this. It's, but anyway, bu- it's blue and it's blue in the Detroit or Chicago where they're supposed to be. I can't remember where they are. I never seen the movie. Oh, actually. they're doing a commentary. Are yeah, they? Or is yeah, this supposed I, to be? I, is I this supposed to be somewhere in Virginia? I can't remember. And then Mexico, it's all washed out, like orange, yellow. That, that was yeah, the time yeah, period yeah. when they started doing blue and orange filter for literally yeah. every movie. Yeah. Okay, we have niggas. We're gonna corner. Believe you brought my daughter to this place. Oh, here we go. Oh. What are you trying to say, man? Listen, man. <laughs> I, love, I love how like he just starts out with bro. It's like. <laughs> Bro, yeah, bro. <laughs> bro is bro is anti-drug. Bro wants his daughter back. All right, all right. I want to again. Why don't you just back the fuck up, man? <laughs> to this place? <laughs> yes. This sh- what is that shit? <laughs> okay, right now, all over this great nation of ours, hundred thousand white people from the suburbs are cruising around downtown, <laughs> asking every black person they see, "You got any drugs? You know I can score some drugs." Think about the effect that that has on the psyche of a black person, <laughs> on their possibilities. I. God, I guarantee you, you bring 100,000 black people into your neighborhood, into fucking Indian Hill, and they're asking every white person they see, you got any drugs? You know where I can score some drugs? Within a day, everyone would be selling. Your friends, their kids, here's why. It's an unbeatable market force, man. It's a 300% market value. You can go out on the street and make $500 in two hours, come back and do whatever you want to do with the rest of your day, and I'm sorry, you're telling me that, you're telling me that white people will still be going to law school? Well, no, because we we send niggers to law school nodding, now. I like how he's nodding sagely. Well, I'm surprised. So funny. No, he doesn't agree. He did, he's like he's like I don't care. There's, there's a nigger railing yeah, my what? daughter right now. I don't really care about any of this. Like that's how that's what a white all, man should. All, all I could think when he said well, when that's he actually when, when he mentioned black right? psyche. All I could think all I could think was like imagine if you didn't sell drugs, but nigga, I do sell drugs. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but here's my thing though. He sacrificed a in in service of this dumb free market like it's just market forces narrative which is very popular and, and the stuff with the CIA and freeway Ricky Ross and all that shit oh god fed into it while it's true the CIA was sending cocaine in they didn't care the the, the conspiracy theory is that it was to destroy blacks that's not true what it was was they just wanted to make money to fund Oh, hey, Goy. Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of The Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. Black Ops in Nicaragua to take out the Sandinista government, which the Congress had made illegal. They made it illegal to fund 
the Contras hmm. in Nicaragua. And so the CIA we was like, Nicaragua. we want to give up our gay ops, so we're just going to sell cocaine, cocaine. to fund it, and cocaine. And as it turned out, what, who – but see, this actually, that actually proves this little fucking preppy kid's narrative wrong because who was buying? Niggers. And, you know, um, of course, it was easy for them to get a nigger to do it because imagine you go to, like, some white person. You're like, listen, we have, like, trunk loads of cocaine we're going to be moving. Can you be our point man on this? White people would be like – uh, no, no. Like I, I, for no other reason. Like this is I'm why I feel like I'm going to go to jail just for having this conversation. Yeah, really. But um, but a nigger, you do that. You're like yo, I got weight of cocaine in my trunk. You gonna move that shit? Yo, I'll move that shit. Yeah, I'll move that shit, nigga. I'll move that shit. I might shoot you right now and just take it. Right, nigga. right. I'll just actually take it. But um, why yeah. didn't he instead say? Imagine if black people showed up in your lily white neighborhoods asking white people for drugs, they would be immediately put in jail because that seems to be what the standard anti-racist narrative would be. Right. That like mm. white people's neighborhoods are protected while black people's aren't. And they actually could have written a more compelling argument. there, like if blacks went to white neighborhoods asking whites for drugs they would be put in jail in 1999 or whatever this movie was made. Like, yeah, you could probably make that. You could probably you put could that, make that narrative claim, in there. And it would probably be part now, of true because in 1995, when I was living in New Jersey, right next to Newark, anytime white kids were cruising back across that town border, the cops were right there. Like, yeah, what, what, what kind of illicit so, shit did you buy in Newark? So let's go back to Austin here. Now that we watched the <laughs> anyway, fun movie. Anyway, yeah. Great. Movie. I highly recommend that. that it, traffic is a trip. Yeah, that it, feels like a liberal, it feels like a liberal novelty take that more than anything. It's very bizarre. Yeah, that's a very novelty take because the standard take would be that black neighborhoods are allowed to become like this while white neighborhoods are protected. Well, and right, then, that would be but, a much well, then more God forbid, thing. if somebody gets policed in a black neighborhood, now they're over police. It's just tact. It's just well, tactical. Problem, right? It's just that, contextual. That's, that's, Whatever yeah, they yeah, need to yeah. get out of responsibility for anything yeah. going on. Whatever they need to get out of the issue here is yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, just one final thing, and this this drives a point home. I did watch Ock Nation a little bit yesterday, but it's because I, you know, I was sitting down um, as I do in in the bathroom, and I thumb thumb through my phone while I'm doing that oftentimes, and so. The top video that came up on YouTube was Ock Nation, like... Nice. And this has happened before. A nigger, of course, is in a store. Clerk has a seizure. Nigger just steals everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, You've yeah. seen it many times. I've seen that. Uh, this time, the, the, the clerk was black. And, of course, the black friends of this clerk were on the news saying, man, he, he basically killed him. And they're going to... Apparently, because it's all caught on video, he stole 15 grand from the register. He stole a bunch of goods. They're going to charge him, and they're probably going to also include some kind of because that is illegal. Like if you just watch somebody die and starts, you've actually sort of committed murder there. If you, at the very least, didn't mm-hmm. call the ambulance, right? Which is the only thing most people can be expected to do. They don't right. know how to render aid, but um, that is actually something you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to just watch somebody die and not call an ambulance. Um, but That's can you imagine any white person ever doing that? Like just, I mean, just maybe why? the most degenerate, but I just it would very rarely would that happen. But that's like the, that's the mode nigga that would do that, right? Yeah. They just point out, oh, he leaking. Yeah, right. No, they don't care. He probably laughed. He probably thinks it's funny, particularly if he starts spazzing out with a seizure. He probably thinks it's funny. Oh, that reminds me. There's... I just want to think, 
there was some weird update with that guy that just sh- shot the homeless dude on the sidewalk. Was that in Memphis oh, yeah? too, or where was that? Was that St. Louis? Remember that a few weeks ago? That was a, in New Orleans. There's the, the video. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a video of that. And I just remember when I was I reading. Thought I thought it was New Orleans, but I, I don't remember. I remember just reading could be through, anywhere, through a really. new article about it, and they were they were trying to get the video scrubbed from social media completely. Oh my god, that's interesting. You don't want that video on so Why is that? What does that show? Shows well, because it's, it shows yeah. niggers doing what they yeah. Oh, St. Louis, yeah, the, the, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, St. Louis, yeah. Okay. So yeah, police shortages, negative. Oh, sorry, Alex, go ahead. You got you got to maintain the Potemkin Village. Yeah. Oh, Everything's the, fine oh, in oh, the the Nazis Potemkin Village that they set up. Remember that? I can't remember oh, yes, who made Nazi that. The Nazi Potemkin Village is Ken, Ken Burns, the knowledgeable <laughs> was historical. Was guy, it Ken yeah. Burns who said that? Yes, it was oh Ken my Burns. God. Ken Burns, Burns. Who said that. Yes. In our, oh. in our country, our version of it is just pretending that niggers aren't killing people left and right. Yeah, it's just like, it's literally just like pretending that's not happening. And dude, it, do you remember when we were in Akron and I had that argument with that shit lib? And I said to him, well, you know, blacks do commit a lot oh, more crime than white no, people. And he, the pretense of shock. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you, dude. You're such a liar. You're mm. lying. You're, so lying. you're lying with an agenda. I don't believe that you don't know that. And if you, if you don't, you're a moron. You're an, it, literally the literal definition of an idiot. But if I saw, you, uh, I saw an article the other day where the, 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 the assertion was that the theory of excessive black violent crime had been debunked by the FBI. The blacks are no more likely than whites to commit violent crime. Like, well, he, here's how they do this. How are you defining violent crime? Here's, no, here's how they do this. They say that um, – They play with the numbers. I've seen this too. It's debunked because yeah. – this is what they say. This is my in my experience. Maybe you've seen something different. What my experience, what I've seen again and again with this is that like – when you say that without adding the proper context, you're effectively telling the wrong story that like this is technically like technically true, but they don't they ever say technically true. They say citing these statistics and things without the proper context, without contextual, in other words, without giving well, the boiler without plate building excuses. enough scaffolding around the Potemkin village. Like, we've got the right. village, then we've got to build a bunch of scaffolding around it, and then stand on our heads. Right. We have to put all, like, the plastic lettuce heads <laughs> in the grocery store, and, like, the plastic <laughs> carrots in the produce section, and, you know, all that shit to make it look really nice, and, yeah. No, it's it's bullshit. It's basically, like, and that, and, and there are people that will uh, scold you for that. Like, I've gotten into arguments with libtards, even online where you say these things and they're like yeah but just saying that without context i'm like what's the context context, like the context like bro what the fuck is that shit back the (laughs) fuck up (laughs) what if you're black people a bunch of black a bunch of white kids come into these neighborhoods being like can you rape and kill me like sooner or later you're just gonna start raping and killing place to this place back up what is that shit yeah yeah so uh lacy and dustin percival experienced the practical consequences of the police shortage when their vehicle was struck head-on by a suspected drunken driver. They waited more than two hours for Austin police to respond to 911 calls. As they waited in the car with their two young children, a fucking head-on collision, Jesus. The driver who struck them managed to sober up and walk away. You know that was a Mexican. Of course it was. Yeah, I'm guessing, yeah. In a city struggling with violent crime rate... uh, What is this? In a city struggling with a violent crime rate... Double the national average. Okay, I'm sorry. That the Oh, hi, guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at therightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel 
Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around Niju's uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Grammar screwed me up. Tulsa, Oklahoma is short 160 officers, according to the Marshall Project. Public safety is the greatest challenge facing the city. Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum said, The toxic national dialogue that demonizes police officers has made police department staffing significantly more difficult for every major city in America. I mean, that basically says it all right there. Yeah, I mean, I mean what are you going to do? I, well, I imagine, especially with the Tulsa police officers, they feel a target on their back because of that, the way they were trying to gin up things for the 100-year anniversary of the Negro uprising there. So nobody, we were, nobody wants to get involved in that. We got in the way yeah, of that. We were resented for I that. I feel like that shit came and went, man. Like, yeah. That is gone. Yeah, that's, that, that's long gone. I'm like, if only they hadn't bombed Black Wall Street. Yeah. Then none of this would happen. Dude, Ock Nation, speaking of him again, yes, I, I, I'm in the cycle where I didn't watch his videos for six months, and now I've been... But again, I can't watch the whole video because now he's got like five different people on, and it kind of sucks. But um, there was one where he briefly was... I, I clicked it because Black Wall Street was brought up. Oh, God. He's like, man, we talked about this, man. He's like, yeah, it, it was, you know, there was like a grocery store and like a, a laundromat there. It was like, you know, like a shoe store. It wasn't <laughs> a Wall Street <laughs> something like that but then he had some some like black woman on who's like ain't they bomb that shit i heard they drop a bomb on that oh shit God, and i was man. like and of course he just was like yeah man i don't know like but again it reminds me of like <laughs> Pre- premium some things that you're just never gonna <laughs> premium <op> content <laughs> well my thing i'm like i'm like if i were to go on Ognation, this came up i'd be like listen arc every single time niggers riot you see them burn their own shit down why should we assume this case 100 years ago was any different? Where this time white people came in with planes dropping lit kerosene rags down. I don't know. Like, it's just the same shit. It was a nigger ride. They burned their neighborhood down. That's that's how it is. <laughs> There's no video cameras. So they just, later on, they changed the story. Yeah. They've been yep. doing it that way as long as I've been alive. Yeah. And as long as everyone's been alive. Well, yeah, the way people talk about it, they make it sound like like a military plane flew over, just was dropping a payload on top of like a an actual Wall Street. Well, what's funny is the the story is it's just like the Holocaust, like the claim oh is actually really dumb. But then from there, people extrapolate from it something that theoretically could they they do like it's literally like like choose your own Black Wall Street bombing because it went from like. White people rented planes to drop kerosene rag, lit kerosene rags from, which is actually very retarded in many ways. Um, to like white people just like bombed it. But, but yeah. I don't understand how that would be retarded. You're you're in a, a biplane that's got like paper fuselage and you've got burning stuff in your hands. Plus, just the physics of actually getting it lit while flying in an open yeah. Anyway. It's lit. So we got some boomer stuff here. Everybody get ready to get mad. I'm already. I'm always ready. I'm, I'm, I read this. I read this while you were talking, and I'm mad. Are we, are we going to do oh, the work-life balance thing? Yes. 2019 survey by the International Association of Chiefs of Police points to other reasons why young people don't want to be cops. Today is that just like another nigger thing? Is that just like? Can I just read? It? Today's young <laughs> people awful. are more apt to value work-life balance than their baby boomer counterparts, hoping for more flexible hours and guaranteed time off. <laughs> Mandated overtime and missing holidays with family are less appealing to these damn millennials and members of Generation Z with an onion tied to my belt. He's doing the Andrew Russo oh, video. Oh my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> That's why I should be hired. As a I don't even clock in anymore, I would, bro. I would show up to work. I would give everybody I talked to COVID, and I would also be on a hair trigger because of this fucking toothache, and I would probably kill half a dozen people. 
Nah, Fantastic. man. I would show up. I'll, it's like, yeah, like I'll, I'll respond to that head-on collision in an hour or two. I'm, I'm done masturbating in the implying squad like car. Cops, no, I would implying be right like, <laughs> implying that like cops in the '80s weren't like abusing the overtime system. Get the fuck out! <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. I would be right there. I would shoot the suspect. I mean, the, uh, spread a little crack on him. You get the perks of the job was always free beer and drugs if you managed to find it. Free cigarettes. Dude, I, and... I knew a kid years ago who was going to become a cop. Right? He was one of my stepbrother's friends. And, you know, my stepbrother and his bad pal, you know, whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We were hanging out one time at his apartment and just talking. And he was going to become a cop. I never really knew anyone that wanted to become a cop because everyone hated cops. But he was like, I was like, so, yeah, what's, he's like, well, here's the thing. He also hated cops. But he was like, yeah, but see, here's the thing. I could do like 20 years and retire. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'll retire at age. He's like, you're going to still be working at age 45. I'll be retired. Or if anything, maybe I'll just have a desk job doing training and getting paid like over 100K with union benefits. Yeah, like, how do you. Not a bad, not a bad argument. Yeah, like, how do, you, what do you, how do you do one of those bits from like the buddy cop movies where they put you in? You're, you're riding the desk from here. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like that's that would seem like that would be like the squad goal. It's like oh, all I had to do was like a little misconduct in the field, and now Wasn't I don't ever like have to go out there the wire, put my life like at risk. Show again. that was honest about that, where cops were like staging accidents to get the desk <laughs> job. Like there was, when there were a couple of cops that like they like pushed each other down the stairs. Was there? Like, I don't remember so that. They could never have to work again. I just remember the one the one cop that got himself demoted from detective to be just back out on, on patrol. Yeah, I know he wanted that. Dunstan, oh, I, I want your badge and of... your gun on my desk. Yeah, right. You're off your case, Chief. You're off the case, McGarnacle. Too many Simpsons memes. I've been watching too much Simpsons oh, with my daughter. Yeah, it was... Uh, McBain. It was funny, because like, I, I assume that this kid's argument... And he was, like, smoking weed and shit. Like, I assume this kid's argument was, like, the same as... I mean, he, but he, of course, he was like, I have to stop in this period, because I'm going to get drug tests at the police academy, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like... Yeah, but that's easy enough, right? Now they right. Probably, maybe they just let you get. Maybe they just don't even care if you have weed in your system when you go to police academy now. <laughs> you know, maybe they just don't give a fuck because if it's legal, why would they care? But um, yeah, I mean that kid, you know, it's probably been twenty years since I had that conversation. Maybe he did it. Maybe he's retired. I hope so. Good for him. Well, they for sure relax the standards because I see all these like county mounties that have fucking full sleeves and tattoos. Oh yeah, yeah. oh you see it's, it all like, the time. Yeah, tattoos. all tatted up. Yeah, often you see that all the time. time yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's not that the tattoos, it's just like those are cringy tattoos. Like those are kind of, those tattoos are kind of dumb. But like, you could have I better mean, ones. Uh, well, I don't want to go down the weeds on tattoos. I just, I, I think it's <laughs> remarkable that that's where the standards are. Cause this used yeah, to be something yeah. that was not acceptable. Didn't they briefly say that, uh, if for the military, military used to be tattoos were okay. As long as they weren't visible past your sleeves anything like if you wore like full dress you couldn't see it right and you have to be like poorly so done chip anchors that's also acceptable hmm. well the funny I mean, thing my, is my, my is grandfather had navy tattoos the most, fine with um it. what's that board's oh i just said my, my grandfather had a navy tattoo so I'm, i assume okay. they were fine with it they were fine with tattoos as long as you couldn't see them when you were in full dress right or you know if you were wearing sleeves and a, and a shirt right yeah he had his, um, his uh, arms so yeah there you go Right. So if you had a tattoo, like no military is going to give a shit if you have a tattoo on your deltoid, right? But the issue Ugh. is if you have like neck tattoos, and if you think about it, the, the scuzziest kind of tattoos, the ones that are low, like associated with scuzziness, are the kinds that are visible when you wear a full set of clothes. They're coming up on your neck, on your face, or on your hands. Mm. And um, 
So again, I know some people might have tattoos like that listening. I'm just talking about what the convention has been. And that was also the military's <laughs> regulation was neck and face tattoos were not allowed or tattoos that could be seen when you had full sleeves on. But they had actually relaxed that now. You can have neck tats. And who has neck Well, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Tag it. Tats. <laughs> Fucking Mexican gangsters. <laughs> MS-13. What's that? Sorry. I saw what he's you looking at. You see what I'm laughing at? <laughs> I could stop the show for this. We just got an email. Oh, geez. Well, let's do it in the break. Hey, guys. Day one paywall subscriber here. I've been meaning to send this message for more than a year, but I've been a serious aquarist on and off since I was a kid. I bred oh, some rare stuff. I have a decent collection of rare books on the topic. Let me know if you want ever want to chat on a call about it. He wants to help you with the fish right. tanks. Hey, look, look. We got a fish. That is a bonafide fish tank expert right there. I'm a, we're going oh, to do that. I knew it was going to pay off one day. <laughs> I knew it was going to pay off. This is some serious. This guy's a real expert. Like, I'm not even making fun of him. It's just like I was not expecting... Oh. All I saw was fish stuff. That's why like, I started laughing. He didn't bring like, he didn't bring I, I he didn't bring like the fish tank people that develop these novelty uh he didn't kinds bring, of pastimes. He didn't bring the bro science fish tankery. He's an aquarist. He's That's he's, the that's the correct word. He's bred some rare stuff. I'm an aquarist. It's aquarist. Aquarist? I'm an aquarist and I didn't know the, that. Donning of the age of the aquarist. Oh man, this is awesome. Yeah, you're going to have to talk to this Well, dude. I don't know that it's actually pronounced that way, but that's how I read Aquarist? it because the word's aquarium. Aquarist. And if you're an aquarium enthusiast, you're an aquarist. Like an aquarist hunger force. That's how I look at aquarist? it. Aquarist? What's your sign? I'm an aquarist. <laughs> but you don't say aquarium. 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 You don't I say, say, you say But aquarium. I say aqua teen hunger force. That's why I said it that way. Aquarium nation? Aquarium nation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the new aquarium. <laughs> Like that, that's like, uh, like Aquarius, on Aquarius. Like again, all of these, wonderful. all these things are related. All right, fine. We'll uh, do Aquarium that. Nation is like Aquarium. is like where like you you watch black people try to swim, <laughs> and then fail. You're never gonna have you you're never gonna have fish trouble again. Monster. You'll be breeding <laughs> fish. You'll be eating. You'll have three tanks going in in your house. Well, this is one of the things they say is that like once you get the bug. You'll want to have like more than more different types of tanks. You want fresh water, salt water, high tech, low tech. You'll breed the fish and you'll be happy. Why don't you just get like a crested gecko or something? Sounding like lizards. Yeah. You'll own aquariums and you'll be happy. Why? Why? Wait, hold. Why would that be? Any? Why would you assume? Because I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. From like, there's some crossover here, right? So looking into stuff about the aquarium. You see the trials that people that have these type of lizards that they're keeping in home mm. environments go through. Oh, no, there's no trials. Me. That's that's the reason I mentioned the crested gecko because you put it in a basically like a terrarium, whatever the hell you want to call it. It doesn't require anything special. It doesn't even need live food. It eats a fucking formula. It's easy. It's incredibly easy. They, they look kind of cool. They're not mean. All right. Well, if if you want to do that, that's fine. That's just not my choice. And also, there's a niche industry where you could spend like thousands of dollars to get a rare color morph of one. Well, you assume that doesn't exist with fish keeping. Oh boy, I, I bet do. it does. Yeah, no, it's probably <laughs> because it's not just the fish. There's it's this also... rare color morph here. That's going to be ten thousand dollars. What's funny is like the least expensive part of my tank is like the, actually the fish, which were like five bucks each. 
But yeah, anyway. Why were we talking about why were we talking about tattoos again? What are the worst? We're talking about cops. Okay. And recruiting. We're talking about cops. Alright, let's get back fuck it, let's go back to the cops though. Hold on, I'm I'm sharing somebody the Opie and Anthony video. Let's see here. Those classic content. Opie crying about This Aquarius guy probably looks down on me. He's like, You're keeping like the most pleb tier of fish, but like yeah, whatever. Yeah, basically if it's any kind of keeping tattoo fish. They're literally tattoo fish, like they're koi, right? People get like koi tattoos. Five, I remember that. five if, koi and five goldfish. If it's if it's a species you keep in captivity that has like a bunch of different color variations, then breeders can selectively breed those things to create new variations. You're gonna see some like amazingly serious expensive shit. shit. You can mm-hmm. see some serious shit. All right. Uh, well, koi can be like here? even an investment because like when they get bigger, they're worth like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. My family's got yeah. koi that are older than some of my family members. They live a long yeah, time. Yeah, they also live forever. Yep. They live like hundreds of years sometimes. Yep. So Pentagon officials appeared before the Senate Armed Services Committee and warned of a dangerous decline in military recruiting that threatens our national security. U.S. defense officials face the bleakest recruiting environment since the aftermath of the Vietnam War. The with Vietnam War. With less than a quarter of American ages... Uh, I'm sorry, with less than a quarter of Americans... Ages 17 to 24 years old, eligible to serve, and just 9% willing to do so. Rookie numbers. We gotta get these numbers down. We can get this. This is not coming off the the, the fucking heels of like a disastrous conflict. Well, this also, what he's ignoring is like, like the idea that you would attribute the does not, the this, the desire not to join the military to like just generational laziness or something rather than. I remember what the military has been doing. I remember, yeah, I remember when I was still in high school, like this was still a career path people considered seriously because it was a way to like you get get that money for that college. You could have a whole career without at risk of life and limb, and then that all changed on nine eleven. Apparently, it's also not just it's not just the risk of life and limb because I think in certain cases people are willing to do that. It's that the no one actually supports what the military is fucking well, doing. Also, there was just a perception that it was a gravy train when I was when I was in high school. Yeah, it was like yeah. this is this is a guaranteed yes. career path where you're going to be you're not going to be rich, but you're going to be comfortable. And the, oh, you don't do wars anymore. Total. Yeah, swear, that, have that was have actually, you read you, you know, knew yeah. Many more people that were talking about going to the military than talking about being cops. Yeah, like a lot more. Like it was much more common to talk to people who were like, "Yeah, I'm going to go in the army. I'm Marines. Everyone wanted to be Marine." Um, well, talking to guys who were enjoying the Marines, and it was talking to guys who wanted to be cops. That was actually rare. Then there was an extinction. Like, nobody, I was like, when I met the cop guy, I was like, that's not. Then I there was an ex- anyone I want to be a cop. Tons then there was an ex- want to be Marines. If, if you do your time, though, I mean, it is really good benefits, uh, really good health care, according to some. Well, then it became like uh, there's differing accounts of that, but yeah, there's different accounts, but typically I'm, the health care for you will be pretty good, but sometimes trying to get it for your spouse or children is tough. That's I why think. all of you have to be in the military. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Well, then there was the extinction burst right after 9-11 of guys enlisting to go kill Hajis. Yeah. Yes, that, that was, was the thing. final thing because they that felt like there was actually something that they wanted to do. Which was, always, pu- which was like, always puzzling to me. It seemed like, okay, well, thinking back on it, it's I, I can't understand why the 9-11 false flag worked so perfectly to create that. Everybody wanted to join the military. People wanted to go fight and it kill was, terrorists. But then at the same time, all this like media was create all this anti-war, don't, you know, discouraging. Like the, suddenly there was all this media 
that like was involving Arabic and and was, whatever kind of like cultures are part of it. New York, to humanize that shit. Almost not, people. New York, of New York more than I'm talking about Hollywood. People There's, saw that. I'm talking about they made movies yeah, where okay. they where they went. I had never seen like Hajis and Towelheads uh, humanized before. It was always they were nameless, right. faceless, crazy people that like Rambo was killing or like the spies like us stuff or, when they're going through rules Afghanistan. Of, rules of engagement were basically that, that's an extremely yeah. anti-Arab. Do you movie. remember spies like us? When they end up somewhere and they, they end up among the Mujahideen, I think, and as the one of the yeah, joke is, hey, and, uh, hey, we're supporting these guys. They go, we're American, and that's the next scene is them hanging, hanging upside down, about to be executed. Wait, what? Mike was gonna say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall for your subscription today. By these Afghani well, fucking separatists. I think whatever. that uh, it's like that's how, but that's how working, they use people. They're they working both ends, right? But yeah. that, at that point, it was like, okay, these people are just like these. These are totally dehumanized, uh, like savages that were sort of at war on a low level war with throughout the world. And now it's like, while now that we've got your attention post nine eleven, and you want to go actually kill all these people that we've dehumanized all these. Now we're making like there was a weird movie with like Brad Pitt. He was over there and. It, I don't Dude, even remember. Do you remember well, I used to always or talk Syriana. about how like, anytime America is like invading someplace, they will feed yeah. you a bunch of propaganda about or a bunch of like sob stories about the people that live there. Like when we went into Afghanistan, that yeah. fucking book, like The Kite Runner, was everywhere. Yes. Like, everybody in New yes. York was reading that shit. That was one of them. And I was sure. like, I'm not going to read that stupid shit. I was like, look, I don't want to bomb like villagers in Afghanistan, but I don't really give a shit about their life and culture right. either. So like, whatever, right? It's just zero, I was like, zero dark thirty. Remember that movie? I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That was that was yeah, about the killing like, of Bin that Laden. Was, right? yeah, that was specifically about the killing of Bin Laden. Right. Yeah, I feel like there was like a a, a period where there's a bunch of these types of films though. I feel well, that was much later though. Mm-hmm. That yeah, was that, more it was. recent. It was that was a lot. Yeah. I'm talking about like yeah. shit they were making like 2004. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know it's exactly like it's like Jews. Like, what do you want? Or like, uh, well, I think well, it was the start of Jewish factionalism. It just wasn't as so. ugly as it is now. Well, I guess so. sort of. Sort I, I, of. I, I don't actually agree with that. But there, there were there were movies that came out that were basically just straight up like military join the military propaganda. Like that's what the movie was. Was you had both. You had both, and so this actually—the fact that we had both—I don't actually think it was Jewish factionalism. I think Jews were totally united back then, um, and, and that they were on board with this. Is that they needed to work both yeah. type, yeah. Uh, essentially two kinds of personality types to get them on board, right? They they were going to work the gung ho, let's go fight the enemy faction, and they were going to work the we have to help these people bleeding heart faction, right? And I think also long term, mm. it is a better argument. The, the United States felt like or the Jews oh. felt like the better argument to the American people to make was we're going to kill the they, bad they, guys in these countries and help the good guys in these countries. They, yeah, they also wanted they to funnel the anti-war war people into that other end of the spectrum as well so that they weren't being right, They needed to work both yeah. ends of it. That's my theory. On it's that. called militainment. Yeah. Militainment. Ooh, I like that. They don't want yeah. anti-war people I can who pronounce are just that. anti-interventionists. They want anti-war people who also are crying about but the... Militainment. Like have a Wait, soccer... I said something really good. Listen, yeah. I'm sorry. They don't. They don't want anti-war people that are just anti-interventions. They need anti-war people to be funneled into caring about the people that they're attacking. Now, so having a softer anti-war position. Than they need having... to be anti-racist. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's and what I'm going to get. Yep. Mm. They need to take anti-war and make it anti-racist. And even if you look at the big anti-war coalition, coalition, what was it? It was actually some leftover fucking 
communists that that rebranded themselves as answer yeah. act now to end war and stop oh, racism stop war and end racism yeah, I remember answer, answer. <laughs> answer coalition yeah i remember that right and it was just commies that was just like it was even like tankies to some extent but um although not quite as tanky it's just some other stuff but like um so and and dude i saw some shit from like the answer it's still in new york city the answer coalition still exists it's still there but um, it doesn't have nearly the power it had. So, yeah, th- basically that was Jews, I think, not being factional. I think working together to work ends of the political spectrum, work different narratives. And in the end, the narrative they coalesced around was we are there to help the good people and stop the bad people in these countries. Because I think it actually does get kind of ridiculous One, once, once it was decided America is going to have this – long engagement with this part of the world it's not just going to be some mystery part of the world also like racism in general they were just dialing it back like allowable racism because dude if you look back even jews in hollywood would do all kinds of racist shit i remember being able to criticize like, blacks when i was a teenager basically right and not even just blacks but like other races than yeah. blacks particularly like look at uh breakfast at tiffany's i find that fucking offensive and it's not just offensive i find it offensive because it's actually so fucking stupid yeah, like the portrayal of Mickey Rooney playing like the fucking that Japanese was just like retarded. Like no one actually is like that. That's fucking actually really dumb and makes you look dumb when you do that. Um, and if I were if I were Japanese, I'd be legitimately pissed about that portrayal. But then like uh, and and that was all they were all about that because they were still used to all the anti-Jap propaganda from the war, and they didn't really care about like anti-Muslim Arab stuff. One because Jews were enemies with Arabs in the Middle East, and we weren't really having some kind of long-term engagement with these people but they were going to do remember it's invade the world invite the world so you have to work both ends you have to both invade and invite and so you have to you have to do both of these things i think rather than factionalism that was like jews being united yeah when you see see that that when you see that like they're they're actually now pretending like that that like nazi hooligans fighting for the ukrainian military don't exist when people keep bringing it up and they just keep pretending like it's nothing that is some jewish infighting I wanted to finish this article real fast because the best part is like this last little piece here. Oh, uh, I thought that was yeah. the best part. Yeah, go ahead. No wonder young people aren't willing to serve. None of this should come as a surprise. Young people today share their parents' own flagging sense of belief in the country, only more so. Mm. A March survey by the Wall Street Journal and the Independent Research Institute, NORC, under 40% of Americans said patriotism was very important to them. In 1998, that number was 70%. Today's young people are even more pessimistic about the country. Only 23% of adults under 30 consider patriotism an important value. Well, I'll tell you what. In 1998, I would have said I was patriotic. Yeah, I would have too. This this is a country that doesn't believe in itself at all. No, no, nobody does. Nobody does. Because it's a fake country. It's not a real country. There's nothing really to believe in. Like, there's nothing, there's no reason why you should like America. And I guarantee you, the sad part is, like, there's no unifying factor for why those people are anti-patriotic. Everybody's going to have their own gripe as to why they're not patriotic. Some some people are going to think, like, oh, there's not enough enough transvisibility in this country. Like, oh, the blacks are still... Like, racists and blacks are treated badly. Yeah, it's going to be, like... Because I bought everything I saw on TV. Which is actually kind of one of the low-key Republican complaints about this stuff. They'll never say anti-white. They say anti-American. What it actually is, is it's anti-white. And uh, so if you're a white kid, you're going to react to that in a couple ways. But none of those ways are going to be you're going to love America. You're either going to hate America, you're going to buy, you're going to be a libtard, and you're going to buy into this, and you become like an Antifa or a leftist, and you're going to hate America, all the evil racist legacy. 
Or you can be like, I hate America because it's constantly attacking me for being white. Mm-hmm. But both are reasons. They're both reactions that you're mm-hmm. going to have. You're either trying to assimilate into. Because the funny thing is, like what, what Republicans are kind of bitching about. They don't again, they don't have the language is that the official ideology seems to just denigrate the country's history. Yeah. And it's like there's a reason for that. Because revolutionary Jews have have hold of the government and they have to, like, tear down everything that came before. But that's going to have consequences. The conservatives are kind of, like, quietly trying to be like. Well, even worse for them is that it's not just that people are mad about anti-whiteness. You have now actual right wingers who would have been patriotic in that 1988 time period you're talking about who are actively rooting for the downfall of this country. The anti-American right is not something they can handle or deal with. the, The fact that, like, when you had the reaction of young right-wingers in 2001 was let's go fucking kill Haji. And then 20 years later when they evacuate. If you're hearing my voice right now, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Unless this is just how you want to live. Who am I to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted that has to deal with my voice and whatever audio quality this is going to come out in. Who am I to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall? Especially if they're not white, which I assume that's what, what you probably are. If you're hearing my voice right now, this is that's just that's just my assumption. I could be wrong, but I mean, if you're not white legally, you do have to tell me that you're not white. This is. I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him. And at first I thought I was going to put some effort into it. But then I realized, why don't I just ramble? In the dumbest way possible and force you to listen to it because that's what you're doing right now you are listening to this what it, mike was probably saying something very interesting something very insightful and now you're listening to me is this really what you want is this is this how you want to live do you want to be non-white because again that's i just assume that's what you are you could always fix that you could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff that is slash paywall and Getting yourself a subscription, and then you'll never have to hear me again, you know, unless I'm filling it or something. Afghanistan, the reaction of young right wingers was like, "Go Taliban!" Yeah, <laughs> that that shook them. That had them shook for real. Yep. And previous, I think it was the previous year. Might even been the same year. It might have been a one-two punch. <laughs> like the fact that the people were Americans were rooting against. Well, I mean, it was black people they were rooting against, but they were rooting against people from their own country in the Olympics. Mm. Like, those, yes, that, that one-two punch, yes. like, which yeah, I was basically rooting against black people, that shook them really badly. That they didn't know. I remember seeing the Vox article, basically crying about the anti-American right in the context of the Olympics. I was like, yeah. hey, that's when I knew everybody had picked their like novelty country they wanted to see beat like U.S. nigger athletes. Yep. Like some guys, most people were loving it when that white guy from Norway was out running them all, and like the typically black. Oh, what, or, everyone, oh, blacks are the best sprinters. Oh, really? Or how about the last here's World this, Cup? Here's this Nordic Aryan that's outrunning all of them. What, what are you going to say about that? Like watching uh, Argentina beat nigger France yeah. in the oh, World Cup. That, that was, people, that was, they that were was like, great, too. I love that. when they came out with all those articles like, why is Argentina white? Why are there no black mm. people there? And why are people rooting for this? And watching, like, it's all, like, yeah. watching three French niggers in a row miss penalty shots. It's like... <laughs> Rooting against England when that happened too during the like I think yeah like the, when that happened in England and it was like the niggers that missed penalty kicks oh, and the English who that was, was still like one that was an their earlier team tournament wasn't it or was it the same tournament I don't no know. it was like the European no it tournament. was a couple years ago yeah, yeah. it was a couple years some, I don't remember what they all are whatever some big game but the English even the English who are in still invested in their country's soccer team 
were mad and just like blaming. They're like, oh, great job, nigger. You lost us the game, you know. And so they were like, they were like mad about that. But yeah, no, that's the thing in America, though. See, in England, because to some extent, England is still some place that means something where America isn't right. Like there's something that English, it means something to be English. It really doesn't mean anything to be American anymore. So um, sure it does. It means like a, you're like a gay nigger. And if you're, if somebody's mad yeah. when I say it doesn't mean anything to be American, then you are a relic of the past. You're probably older than 65. And <laughs> there's no offense. I mean, I understand why that might make you mad, but adapt to the new reality. Like I would have, I would have said in 1998, I would have been 20 years old. I would have been, yeah, I'm a patriot. Mm-hmm. I love America. I love my country. Yeah. I would have said all that. But I would point out all these things that we have that are so great. And but it's a different, it's a diff, totally different fucking world now. It's 25 years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Well, the world now is the world now is you can't you can't say that you you think maybe these these men with all the crazy makeup on are are, are possibly trying to like sexually abuse children. It's not and like well. Now you're, well, like, now you're like a human rights hating. Yeah. Enabling male, you know, like homosexual. Well, if you're a normal, if you're a normal person, there's nothing. Places. If you're a normal person, there's nothing for you. If you're a normal white person. There's nothing this country has for you. This country despises you and wants to erase you. And that's visible. And that's visible in every in every every fucking possible thing you could involve yourself in. In America, is going to reflect that in some way. There's going to be some way that you and people that look like you're being erased. And while you're being erased, they're going to be you're going to be looked at as you're the one doing the erasing. You're the one that's marginalizing and abusing people when you're the one when you have no one to turn to for any fucking help. And if something goes, if something doesn't go your way, like legally, like there's no one's going to stick their neck out for you. You're just you're you're constantly losing. That's what being an American is now. Yeah. Your family will turn against you more than yep. likely or. And there's will stop a perception talking to you. that the international crusades that this country goes on the international missions like the ukraine war is actually just a war for faggots <sighs> and like i know that pisses off like ukraine shills but like here's the thing that's your problem not mine if you're going to shill for ukraine well, ukraine shills are just wrong and i don't you, want to debate what, what them. comes i know they're wrong but here's my, you, let me finish yeah. and really dig the knife in and twist it here it comes with the territory if you're going to shill for ukraine normal people around the world including in america are going to assume you love fags and and they, they, some of these Ukraine shills, or maybe even, you are a fag, <laughs> or, you, or you just are a fag. Well, yeah, but but some, some some of these Ukraine shills even actually, I'm gay. Got the message on this, <laughs> and had to start incorporating this into their messaging. We're like, yes, I understand that America is gay and everything about gay. America is gay, but like we have some other strategy and it's unconvincing. But they still, it's like they they tried to brazen their way through this. They've given up on that now. Now they now they have to kind of like face it and give you a, like, but you're lacking proper context on this or something. You know what I mean? So because the fact is, your biggest advocates in America are faggots. So as a result, mm. American American whites who didn't know much about this conflict two years ago and maybe were like, "Well, there's Nazis in Ukraine. It's fucking awesome. Let's go." <laughs> like you may like there were people like that, right? Yep. I've known them. Oh yeah. And uh, they just didn't get the full context. That was literally they were lacking the full context. But now, no. Now it's like the Ukraine flag is just an auxiliary fucking gay flag. It's just like another. What was it that? What was it that? Uh, what what was it that Stone Toss did? Like the guy with the Ukraine flag shows up at the at the LGBT rally with all the different kinds of flags and like which flag is that? And he was like, oh, this is my fetish is Findom. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like financial <laughs> domination. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was one. a fucking killer. That was a great one. That was one of his best. Um, underrated Stone Toss. Underrated recent Stone Toss. Not a lot, but yeah, that was fucking great. So it is. It's it's the, the Ukrainian flag is now the LGBT flag for Findom fetishists. Mm. Um, for those of you that don't know, it's financial domination. It's something that should never exist, and it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's uh, basically it should, it should exist. And you should. Be well, would you, McNabb? Weren't you telling me that there's like in Israel they have vote doming? They have a vote dom, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, there's an Israeli dominatrix, and she makes the the, the Isra- Israeli men that come to her go and vote for the left wing party. It's vote dom. <laughs> Dude, that probably exists in America. Too. Right. Oh, I'm sure it's just a lot. Okay, That's something or other. Okay, got a little bit left on this article. I, th- I think this is a very interesting observation here. This guy says, in a society that has lost faith in cops and country, <laughs> is it any surprise? Young people aren't eager to serve. Rather, Americans look to other alternatives for protection. Here's one. Firearm sales are soaring in America. I've got also, a gun! <laughs> That's the alternative. <laughs> well, here's, here's the interesting detail. The New York Times reported the number of guns sell pace population, and the fastest-growing group of gun buyers, you know who it is? It's women. It's trannies. Women. Hell yeah. No, shit is dangerous yeah. in America, man. America is fucking dangerous. Women and know it's it gotten too. exponentially so since 2020. This shit it is not safe in America. Women do not think that they can depend on men to protect them, so they're getting guns. Well, it's not only that. It's that, like, well, I guess in theory it is because by men to protect them, it's not just, like, your husband or your boyfriend because in a civilized society, we don't expect that In a, a civilized society, if something happens in public – a male will intercede, right? right? And that's or, not or you, you, there's an expectation that order will be maintained you know in public spaces. You know what happens now? The, the dudes whip out their cell phones, and then they record you getting your ass beat. Right, right. Well, a lot of white people, I think, are held held helpless in these situations because you, frankly, and I've heard a lot of times, and I always sort of somewhat white knight, for people who bystand when something terrible is happening. I understand why. And the reason is because you don't want to have your guts carved out. Like, I always thought when I lived in New York City. It's not even that. It's like, if I... Oh, hi. Here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. You involve myself. This could potentially become a disaster for my entire That's life. That's true. That's true. But before this was a big trend, when I lived in New York City, there was to talk about, you know, the Kitty Genovese story, bystander syndrome, whatever. They, they have things they want to talk about it. But it turns out the Kitty Genovese story might have been blown out of proportion. I don't I don't really know. Some people debunked. I don't really know or care because it's a known phenomena, um, which is that, like, theoretically, on the subway, if someone's getting accosted by a nigger, you're afraid if I intervene, I'm going to get stabbed with a knife. Yep. Literally, like, I will get my guts will be on the floor of this subway car, and it's happened. There was a good Samaritan uh, a couple years ago, many years ago when I was living in New York, and I remember this story. I don't think I could find it now. I'm sure it's happened more than one time. Some niggers were beating somebody up, and he did jump in, and he got stabbed to death. So this is why people are afraid to jump in. It's not just like there's some alienated weird thing. I think there's probably plenty of people that would like to do it, would like to stop the bad thing that's going on. They are afraid because they don't have a weapon and they assume the aggressive nigger does and that they will suffer some debilitating injury or die if they jump in. That is really what is keeping people back. And I can tell you that from my own personal experience. The smart cat. When niggers act up in the New York City subway, particularly in other places, 
you don't know if they have a gun or a knife and you just want to get out of the situation. And I understand it because you have no protection. Now, Bernie gets the Jew. He had a fucking gun and he shot and he ended up getting acquitted. But that's a very novelty situation. Uh, and he wouldn't have been acquitted if he wasn't Jewish. The only reason he did was because he was Jewish, even though he clearly was saying all kinds of shit like, yeah, I'll shoot niggers and stuff like that. <laughs> like, Bernie like, Getz, like, fan. For a while, like, people were like, Bernie Getz, like, he developed a huge fan club. because <laughs> We were like, finally, somebody did something. Yeah, the problem is he was Jewish, so he got off. You would not. You you having, like, a, a pistol on the subway, an illegal pistol, and shooting five niggers, you're not going to get away with it. Apparently, he even said, like, here's one for good measure and pumped one into the guy after he was down, too, which is totally fucking illegal. But that's, like, that's like that video we watched for the dude. But that also could have been a lie. OK, that's the other thing. That, But again, since he was a Jew, I wouldn't be fucking surprised if he did that. I but it doesn't been, matter. Did you ever watch that? Shit? It was like in Texas, like some guy went into a taqueria. Waving yes. around and he gets blown away, yes. and the guy like <laughs> puts a, a couple in him for good measure as he's leaving. Yeah, well, they were. That, I ended up, that guy ended up being a beaner. Like some people were like, "Is he white? Is he a beaner?" As it turned out, it was, it was a beaner, and they couldn't. They could, and you know, because like because he left the scene, right? He left, and then they put out like a, a looking for him. The police were like out there, and he just never showed up. They're like, "We have a request out for him to come talk to us. We want to talk to him about what happened." And he's like, "He's like, yeah, no, fuck that." <laughs> no way and i was like yeah dude don't don't show up for that are you fucking crazy like yeah but. Uh, looks like the last update on that is they were going to convene a grand jury they'll probably indict him but do they know who he is do they I find don't know him? If they'll indict him or not they might not they might not if he was white there would be all kinds of pressure for them to do it but the prosec- prosecutors might not put the same kind of pressure plus if you just get a beaner on that grand jury just racially they're gonna be like yeah one of my people shot a nigger that was threatening a restaurant full of my people, so I'm not going to indict. I'm just going to say no. However, the grand jury don't need unanimity. You just need a majority. So, Yeah, although there, there was that situation where, do you remember back in uh, 2020, <laughs> there was somebody in the military that was he was doing Uber. He runs up on a BLM protest. There's an altercation. Somebody's got an AK-47. Yes. Firefight breaks out. The police declined to charge him, and then the Jew-appointed DA convened a grand jury and got an indictment on him. Yeah, no, literally, he was driving Uber or something like that. He turned a corner into a BLM riot, and there was an Antifa white dude, actually, uh, with an AK that that drew on him. Like, he... He lifted the gun, and you can even see it in the footage, and he shot him. He took out... He had a pistol, and he shot the guy dead. Totally justifiably. And yes... Daniel um, Perry, Daniel Perry, that's his yeah. name. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was an ex-Marine or something, too, wasn't he? Something like a soldier or I some kind he was of... still in the military. Oh, he might have still been, but like on a reserve or something like that. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah. I, I do recall that the uh, the dude he shot had like a black wife who had no legs or something. Yeah, he had like a paraplegic he, black girlfriend. Yeah. Kind of shit. <laughs> God damn. Breeding stumps. Yeah, and I remember him... <laughs> They did, and this guy was a known Antifa, and he was even doing interviews with the press and stuff because he was a big guy. Like I take my gun to Antifa protests, and the of course the the news media had done favorable interviews with him before, which were under the pretense of, of see. Here's how you know it's favorable when they pretend to be objective. They're like one protester says he's not taking it anymore, and he's bringing a gun. And then he explained like his gun rights and all this shit to the to the news, and then like boom, he actually ends up doing something really fucking stupid, like pointing a gun at a driver, yeah, for no fucking reason. 
And he deserved to die. I'm glad he died. I'm glad he got shot and killed because he deserved it because he did something wrong and he shouldn't have. And that's what happens. And I really hope that Daniel Perry gets off no matter what. What with that kind of don't participate in Black Lives Matter protests and point a gun at people. Like I'm sorry, you should be shot if you do that. Now I'm not encouraging. No surprise. Nobody wants to be a cop. Nobody wants to be military when you've got this kind of social situation set up like that. Right. Yeah. This this country does not have your back. Play Black Lives Matter games when Black Lives Matter prizes. (laughs) Right. And but again, the problem is that that didn't happen. Frankly, like that. These are isolated incidents, and the government will work very hard to keep them isolated because they don't the reason they have to charge that guy is because they don't want to send the message that frankly whitey can defend himself legally they don't like that they don't like the idea that whitey can legally defend himself because because then that, that just means that if you see an example of that then people will replicate those examples they'll be like okay this is something we're allowed to do we can under these circumstances, defend ourselves with force. So let's make sure that we do this as much as possible, right? That's what they're afraid of. They want to set the example. No, it's never okay for you to use force to defend yourself. If you're white and not a fucking, the very small number of white people that are anarchist faggots. I mean, think about the level of signaling you have to do to marry like a paraplegic black. Like that is a guy who is just like so fucking drunk on, on like, on being like a status signaler, like it's like crazy status, the level of status that. bingo card filled in one go. <sighs> wow. But again, like that's all you get. And the thing is, what happens when you don't get that anymore? Because I think one of one of the things that happens in these people's <laughs> minds is that like they get approval from like all official sources, but nowhere else. And I think this is one of the things that feeds the perception in these leftist minds that the country is still like really racist on some level it is, but it's just that racism has no actual power, but it, it, it's like this up. It's literally an insurrectionary, like revolutionary from the bottom force of people that are sick of it. And they also know that like they, they, they feed on the official approval. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. That's one of you two. That's Alex. What the heck was that? that? That's there's some either something playing on his browser or he's got a noise on his mic cable. That was digital farting. Alex? Yeah, it was Alex. Man, I wow. this cable. It sounded like there was some mutual combat going on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just fucking cable. Well, like there was some... well, it's better now. Whatever yeah, that was. Does it sound like an explosion? It sounded like a niggers were doing mutual combat. <laughs> mm. It sounded like gunfire. <laughs> I thought maybe you, you brought up an Ock Nation video. It was like it was like low bitrate gunfire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was it was like it sounded like gunshots that it was were like the matrix. by yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, well, uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about. I'm sorry, oh, no, I was no. talking about how the reason these antifas think and get this feeling like the country is racist is because they don't, they do get approval, but only from official sources, not from their neighbors and peers. Most people hate their shit, mm. but those people don't have any power. And this is where they get fucked up. Okay. They're like, well, this stuff is popular. It's, it's like, it's everywhere, but it's no one likes it. like, you know, it's like they get the sense like, okay, 
Well, it's yes, top, official. It's top not, down. Like they don't seem to understand. Like you're literally working. You're like you're mad that this is top down. Like and you're trying to whip up the bottom, and they're like, no. Yeah, and the, the bottom has no. And that's why you're mad, and, yeah. and they hate it actually. And it's actually what is oppressing the bottom, and you just can't you can't like grasp that. You have a hard time with that. It's like this country mm-hmm. still is racist. It's like and and when you have things like people in Tennessee scraping and clawing to try and get some check on these fucking faggots. And they get something, and what's the immediate reaction to go to a higher authority to shut it down, which is which you know is always how they're going to do it. So, I guarantee you, if you had a popular vote in Tennessee and probably even in fucking California, if you had a popular vote on this, it would win. Should we outlaw drag for kids? You could probably get a majority voting for that in any state, New York, California included. I will bet you you could get a majority voting for that. Even when I lived in New York City, I don't think like other than like, you know, there would be people who probably be afraid to say they didn't like it. But even there, I don't think the average. Well, there's also very few white people there. But those people that are actually white and not Jewish wouldn't like it. Chinks probably wouldn't like it. The Spicks wouldn't like it. Niggers probably wouldn't like it. You You could probably get a majority. I bet you even in New York City, if you voted on this, they would be voted down. It probably would. Probably would. So, yeah. It had to come top down, of course, from a Republican appointed judge. Yeah. Uh, All right. And, you know, as far as the protests the guys did on Saturday, you know, we talked about it and we were like, what, 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 is, what are we going to say? Because we always want to make sure we have a coherent message when we have our guys go out and do this. And the message was like, well, we want the manifesto released, unredacted. And the reason is because I believe that it that we all know what's in there. Right? I don't believe it. We know what's in there. And I think the FBI saying, like, we'll release it after review means they're not going to release it or it'll be so redacted as to be nonsensical. But I'm also guessing they're not going to release it or enough time will be lapsed that people will have somewhat forgotten and it won't be as big of a deal. And we should talk about. The rebound of the tranny people talked about a little bit on Friday how they have come roaring back now. They were on the ropes for a few days where, like, if you search transgender, all you got was stuff on the shooting. And now they've come the the, the they've mobilized the Janissary class, the Tranissary class, and they are now on the offensive. Uh, and right. unfortunately for conservatives, oh, man. I just I just did the thing. I put in trans. I hit news, and the the news is the Bud Light is partnering with a trans activist named Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, I saw this yesterday. They, they're the literally fuck? putting they're literally putting a picture of a tranny on a Bud Light can. Now, you know, you there's America. nothing really people can do. I would hope that people just the problem is here's the thing: you cannot buy Bud Light. And I don't you know should, why you would you anyway. Buy it in the first place. You shouldn't buy it in the first place. But the thing is, the Anheuser Busch what company a slap to the face of like like rural white Americans. Though. Of like course. that is literally a fucking tranny face on on Bud Light, which NASCAR country loves them some Bud Light. Right. Wow. My thing is this. What My is wrong is this. with these people? Even if you don't buy Bud Light because you don't like this, how many other like? malted alcoholic beverage products does Anheuser-Busch make that are branded differently? Like, half the shit in the freezer, in the beer freezer at the supermarket is probably made by the same company. 
So even if you don't buy that, you buy something else. Even if it's not beer, they now have all these novelty flavored alcoholic malt beverages, you know, all kinds of shit in the beer freezer now when you go in there. Um, how about shit's made by Anheuser-Busch too? So, you know, the, the other piece of commentary on the trans thing is the, the tides have shifted overseas, like in Britain. And of course, United States lagging behind on this, but the winds of change are blowing. Wow, they literally have a fucking tranny on the on the as, as the face on this can. Oh, and they're running all kinds and, of uh, opinion pieces as well. My daughter isn't a predator. Mothers of North Dakota transgender children speak yes, out. What decades of providing trans health care have taught me? I don't tell the men I'm, I date I'm transgender. Just all kinds of this stuff. And no, no one hears these stories and want, doesn't want to kill you. Especially that last one. You don't tell the. I mean, that's how you end up with. Dude. Like, I don't. I don't. That's like the, the trans sex worker. I don't tell the <laughs> niggers who hire me I'm a transgender. Yeah, and then you end up in a dumpster. And then I, I got to like, hear I like about the it. Ti- this, uh, this National Hebrew article actually has a pretty good title there. There is no trans community. Correct. Yeah. Squad goals. <laughs> Squad goals. Wait, what? Anyway, we gotta take a uh, take a break here. We gotta take a break. I'm, I'm Dude, gonna... I just one thing I gotta say this. <laughs> Anheuser Busch doesn't exist anymore. The company is now called AB InBev. Yeah, yeah, they're bought by. That is gay as fuck. There's some Euro, there's some European company now. Yeah, that owns it's Belgian. It. Some Belgian company bought up all this shit and they branded it AB InBev. It's like, bro, they were doing like AB testing. AB AB, te- AB inbred. <laughs> AB inbred. AB. <laughs> But it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the AB. T- I don't think that like, but they're probably not. This is not going to be well received. I don't think this tranny There's campaign. No, but this again, is, this is shockingly bad. Like, are yeah. they intentionally trying? Yes, to piss off people. Yes, like, they, they are. Yes, yes, I think so. Yes, but the other thing is that you can't boy if you like drinking malted alcoholic beverages that are in the beer freezer, you cannot avoid AB InBev. You, I guarantee you all this shit is made by them. If you consume, if you consume anything in America, you cannot avoid supporting trans and Black Lives Matter. Right. Everything Any you buy is, you is buy, in this. Right? And a lot of people are going to come to that conclusion and be like, all right, now, it might be a tall order to actually get the Bud Light tall boy with the fucking picture of the tranny on and actually put that to your lips. That might be some, like, a bridge too far for a lot of people. But they'll probably just buy a different Budweiser product or AB InBev product. And how drink much, that. How much of this shit are they gonna have to throw away before it's all said and done? Because uh, yeah, I mean, literally, they're probably we're probably gonna hear stories that like this lifting shit, a training. Like, there were literally people like you are making the can itself. Go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall for your subscription today. <laughs> like the guy that usually is used to going to the corner store and grabbing a couple tall boys of Bud Light and going home and like you know fucking watching sports. He's, he's not gonna get Bud Light. He's gonna get something else. I almost want to like construct like. a, a time capsule and put stuff like that in there, so that like, you know, I, I don't know. I couldn't find any of that uh, Pepsi Marshmallow Peeps crossover, Peepsy. Oh, but I guarantee Pepsi. you that I'm going to see Tranny Bud Light like oh, anywhere yeah. I go. <laughs> Tranny Bud Light. <laughs> well, Marshmallow Peeps favorite. Imagine, imagine hopping out of a time machine and be like, Tranny Bud Light is coming. You and the other thing the- is that like I know that there are probably stores around where I live that hate this shit. That will nonetheless, because the shit is dropped off by the truck at their store, they're going to put it in the freezer. They're going to put it in the fridge and just let it sit there and hope that, that the regular customers the in the freezer. come by and buy it. Because you know, it's explode. 
<laughs> it seems like no one buys like six packs or anymore. Everyone buys like tall boys now, right? You're constant like that's all I see. Everything's tall boys now of this stuff, right? You get like two, three of them. So the the store that's used to the the regular guy coming in Friday night or maybe Monday night, two Bud Light tall boys take it home, watch TV. They're just gonna count on that same guy doing the same thing, not even noticing that there's a. Maybe some people will think it's oh, a. I know chick. the demographic that drinks this. They they they. They do stuff like circle track racing. They they buy these things by the case. Hmm. Um, what are they going to do? What about They're these? not going to buy the case with the tranny on it. I guarantee that. I'm going to do some I, I, pet vintage yeah. posting right now. Do you want lunch? All right, let's go. I do want lunch. <laughs> it's a break time. We'll be back. You are listening to the Daily Show as racist and sexist as they can be. We're gonna offend you, isn't it funny? La 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 la! 